Welcome to In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Thickpen, recording in Byron, Mississippi, bringing you firsthand success stories from the past to the present. My goal is to interview as many head football coaches, assistant coaches, teachers, administrators, current students, and others who impact high school sports in Mississippi. Grab a drink, sit back, listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of In Your Own Words podcast. I am Chris Thickpen. Today I have a highly requested uh, interview today. Um, a guy that could probably claim the title as Mr. Wayne County himself. Uh, he's a graduate of Wayne County High School, uh, graduated in 2002. Um, he's been coaching there in some capacity since 2006. Currently, he is the offensive coordinator for the Wayne County War Eagles. So without further ado, I would like to introduce and welcome uh, Wayne County High School Offensive Coordinator, Coach Kevin Gandy, to the podcast. Coach Gandy, thanks for coming on and welcome. Thank uh Chris. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure, man. I, I appreciate you reaching out to me, and uh, I, I, uh, I, I take it as a privilege. No doubt, Coach. Uh, Coach, what what are some of the things maybe you and your family doing now? You know, during the 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 COVID nineteen crisis. Well, I I would say the biggest thing is bonding and uh, catching up on my daughter's uh, schoolwork. Uh, she was kind of behind a little bit, you know. In the coaching profession, we're busy. My wife is uh, the cheer coach at the high school, so you know we're busy. So, and uh, that that gave us a chance to catch up on that, and then also uh, have a a four year old son. His birthday was just the other day, and we got a chance to, you know, just to hang out and just bond between us, you know, with the uh, with the quarantine deal. So can't have a party and all that stuff. So we just kind of kind of bonded a little bit. That's 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 great. You know, I, I know it's 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 not an ideal time for anyone in society, but um, spending time with your family and bonding with your your, your children is, is certainly you can't uh, something you can't put a price on. Coach, uh, are you the longest longest tenured coach at Wayne County currently? <laughs> Actually, I am not the uh, the offensive court. I mean, not offensive coordinator. The offensive line coach has been there uh, twenty years. 20 okay. years he's been there 20 years. Okay, who's the offensive line coach? Uh Tim Blackwell. Okay, okay, okay. Shout out to Coach Blackwell. He's the longest tenure coach at Wayne County, but <laughs> Coach Gandy is not too far from uh behind him. Uh no. Okay, coach. Uh we, we know maybe you guys um are looking for a head coach right now. What's the what's the current state of Wayne County high school football? <clears throat> uh, as of right now, Coach, uh, everything has been put on hold because of the governor, you know, the governor shut down, you know, everything. So I think that our superintendent and our principal are just trying to take heed and just, you know, just take their time and, you know, uh, picking the right guy and making sure, you know, it's somebody that can lead the program and, and get it back to the uh, championship status that it's well-deserved of. No doubt. And, Coach, uh, you're certainly uh, qualified. I see you have a specialist degree. Uh, you're very educated. You've been around the game a long time. You played high school there. You won a championship there. You're currently the coordinator. Uh, 
Well, watch the coach again. They may be, be that guy to lead because I know you're interested. Oh, yeah, uh, very interested. Uh, <clears throat> yes, my my name it, it is in the in the hunt for it. Uh, I think the biggest thing that I can bring to the table is the fact that yes, one, I do know the game. Uh, two, I know the kids. I know what it takes to to bring the best out of them. Uh, you know, the, these kids in Wayne County, they're they're a little different than than you know different places. They they have to be coached different. They you know, it's the demographics is very different in Wayne County. Um, it, it it takes it takes a special person to to lead this this group of kids, and I think you know, with the familiarity with these kids, I think I think that I I, would, I should be the guy that should uh, lead these guys. Okay, no doubt, no doubt, Coach. Now, uh, Coach, you had a chance to coach with another Gandy. Uh, could you talk about what that was like? Maybe the last few years coaching with Shelton Gandy. Oh uh, man, it, it it was a uh, a privilege to coach with Shelton. Man, he he's always been one of my mentors when I first got into coaching. Uh, he was one of the first guys that I called and asked for advice. And uh, he's man, I, I've learned so much from him offensively, especially. Uh, my first couple of years, I, w- I was on defense, and I moved over to offense a couple of years before he came. <clears throat> and uh, man, just he brought so much from Texas, and just his knowledge of the game, and as far as you know, mentoring kids and, and recruiting. Oh man, I learned so much recruiting wise because you know he coached on the on the college level for several years, and uh, he he just he took my coaching. Uh, he took my coaching career to another level, especially with the uh, with the recruitment part of it. Okay, now, Coach uh, Wayne County is a big high school. Um, you have you guys have a lot of kids there. Uh, yes, is recruiting something you have to do at Wayne County, or do the guys just automatically come out to f- play football? Well, you know, Coach, in the past, <clears throat> especially when I was in high school and you know the the runs that we had for state championships. You did, you never had to go out and recruit kids. They wanted to be out there. The culture has changed a little bit. Uh, I mean, it feels like I'm a college recruiter now and walking the halls. I we got two basketball kids that I would love to have out there right now. And I, it's tough getting them. It's tough getting them out there. And they and you look at them, you'll say that is a football player. But it's not like it used to be. You you really have to you know hit the beat the hallways and and go down to the junior high and catch them before they get to the high school and I'm one of those guys coach I want them to play multiple sports okay. you know uh and and you know the other coaches do basketball coaches baseball coaches we all we all have a great relationship and they push those kids out there but it things have changed it, it, it's it's not like it used to be you have to you have to do a little bit of recruiting coach okay okay most definitely uh you know, a coach once told me, he said, Chris, it's always easier to be in the gym and run up and down the court and shoot jumpers than it is to come out and uh, take a pounding <laughs> on the practice field. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Different group of kids, right, coach? Yeah, because we got the air conditioned gym, man. They, they, uh, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coach, uh, talk, to how, talk about how football and maybe sports, uh, you've been there right at the beginning of Wayne County's rise as far as football in the state of Mississippi 
in, in, in early 2000 years. Talk about how maybe football and sports brought the community together uh, during that time. Because, um, well, I mean, as you know, uh, Wayne County is known for football. I mean, it's, Wayne, it's known for its athletes. And, you know, I, I graduated in 2002, so I was on the front end of the uh, – the incline of the of the program when Coach Boss took over. Well, actually, when Bobby Hall took over, he brought a different mentality. He brought a winning mentality to Wayne County, and then he was there for a year. He passed the torch on to Marcus Boss, and of course, Marcus took that thing and ran with it and won three state championships. So, you know, his first year as the head coach was my senior year, and you could see. I mean, you could see that thing start to just take off. And um, you know his his second year they they took off and won that thing beat uh, South Panola and then the year right after that they took it and and, and won again and then you know and it, it never stopped it just never stopped. Uh, Marcus Ball is a heck of a coach you know one of the best in the state of Mississippi, um, and he was the guy that you know when I, as soon as I graduated from uh, Alcorn State you know I picked up the phone I said Coach you know I want to come coach. He never hesitated. He said, come on. You know, Coach, I, I wasn't the I wasn't the best athlete. You know, I'm not one of you guys that's going to brag and say I did this. I know I wasn't, but I knew the game. And that's, I think that's what he saw in me. He, he saw that I knew the game, and he didn't hesitate to give me my first job. Okay. So, Coach, how many different communities uh, make up Wayne County High School? I know there's a state line, maybe community of Beat 4 and Buckatana. Yeah. Could you talk about those uh, some? Yeah, Coach. Uh there's four. Uh, you have Beat Four, Bugtana, Clara, and then you have the City Kids, which is uh, Waynesburg Middle School. So you have four different, four different mindsets. And then you know at, when they become ninth graders, you bring them together, and then you got to try to mend mend that that uh, that group uh, to be a to be a ninth grade program. And our ninth grade program has been you know, very successful over the past, but uh, you got beat four. Normally at beat four, you're going to get a quarterback and you're going to get some really good receivers. At Clara, you know, you're going to get some tough kids. You're going to get some offensive linemen most of the, most of the time. And you're going to get a couple of skill guys. Uh, Bogotan is normally where you get your running back from. You're running back and a couple of skill guys. And then Waynesburg Middle School, that's the city school. So it's the, it's the biggest of the four. So uh, you get all types of athletes from there. So it it, it kind of you kind of you know me me being from here, I kind of know what to expect from each group when you get them. Okay, okay. Again, uh, listeners, we're speaking with tonight uh, Wayne County High School uh, offensive coordinator coach Kevin Gandy. Uh, Wayne County is located in Waynesburg, Mississippi. Uh, coach, how many middle schools uh, are there in Wayne County? There's four. Yeah, we we well now now we have five. We took Waynesburg Middle School, which was the biggest, and we split it two years ago. So now you have Waynesburg Riverview, and now you have uh, Waynesburg Central. So we kind of took went back to where it was uh, before they integrated and uh, split it back up. So now there are actually five middle schools in Wayne County. Okay, okay, Coach. Um, now let's let's. Let's go back a few years. Uh, 
those early years of the rise of the Wayne County program, what was it like facing, uh, or maybe even in the, the recent years, what was it like facing some of the great teams at Laurel and West Jones? And could you talk about those rivalry games you guys had? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll start with West Jones, man. I mean, that, that has to be one of the biggest rivalries in the state of Mississippi. Uh, if you if you know anything about high school football, you know that Wayne County and West Jones, that is a big rival. Uh, I mean, a couple years ago, I think it was 2009, they had the Y'all versus Us, yep. which yep. was national, nationally televised. So that, that, that tells you one thing, you know, about the rival. Um, you know, me and Coach Pearson and, and Coach Bud Blackley, we have a great working relationship even after, you know, all, all the, the tension uh, – you know, but uh, when it when it's, when it when it does settles, you know, it it was a heated rivalry and it still is because of you know last year West Jones put us out in the playoffs, so you know it, it's starting to pick back up. You start you starting to get that feel when you walk on when you walk out there and in that tension, you know, the student section, you know, it it it, it gets heated pregame and you know so th- that's a big rivalry. And then you know law law has always been a rival. Um, even when I was playing in high school, you know, law was a rival. And then uh, 2014, it, it got really heated. Uh, you know, law won, uh, beat us in the South State Championship and went on and won the state championship. And then the next year in 2015, we played twice. They beat us the first time. We beat them the second time for uh South State Championship and ended up playing for the state championship and winning it. So those two schools we are very familiar with and they're very familiar with us. And, uh, you know, we play them both uh, preseason. So we see each other early, and we know we're going to see each other late. So, uh, you know, that's it, something you just have to prepare for every year because, you know, of the of the rival and the type of athlete that we both have. Okay. Now, Coach, is, do these kids start out playing each other maybe in middle school years, ninth grade, or just varsity? Uh, Coach, it, it used to be to where we played each other in middle school ninth grade and then varsity now uh now we don't now we just play each other uh well we play laurel in ninth grade in freshman football but we don't play west jones uh i don't think west jones even has a ninth grade team i think the freshmen just play uh jv and varsity um but far as west jones we just play them in varsity we don't play in the jv or anything but we play law in freshman and jv Okay. Okay. Now, Coach, uh, for the listeners that don't know, what is your you, – you, you spoke of the ninth grade team and JV. Uh, so you guys have a ninth grade team and a JV team? Yes. Uh, on Mondays, Coach, we um, we do a, what you call a round robin. It's Wayne County Law, Wayne County Law, O'Grove, Petal, and Hattiesburg. And we just play each other twice, or either one team won't play another one twice. But most of the time, we play each other twice. Uh, on Mondays, the freshmen will play first uh, with, you know, four four quarters, eight minutes. And then the uh, JV will play. Uh, depends on how late it is. It, it may be a running clock. It may not be. But we get to we get to see each other early because all of those teams that I just named, we play each other sometime during the season. So you get – it kind of is kind of a scouting report. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you want to call it, you, I mean, if you're paying attention, you get you get to pick up on little things, you know, during during the ninth grade JV game, and say, well, may, maybe they're gonna do that in varsity. 
So, but that, that's normally how, how we've been doing our ninth grade JV the past, I know, five, six years. Okay. Okay. I know in, in the metro area, they have what they call the little six conference, but it's, it's uh, uh-huh. like maybe 10 teams now and they have two split divisions and they kind of do the same thing where the middle school, uh, if, if the middle school is playing at Wayne County, the ninth grade or JV may be traveling to the another school. So, uh, that's a big conference, but I think that's good. The kids, uh, even the way you guys do it, that the kids still are able to get those games in. Right, right. I was talking to him, uh, one of my good friends, Ryan Ernest, about that when he was at Ridgeland. He was explaining it to me. I said, well, you know, I said, that's not a bad idea, you know, because you're sitting there with, you know, five or six schools right. within 10, 10, 15 miles apart. So you got to figure out something. That's true. Coach, let's 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 segue. Let's talk about the 2015 uh, year, um, the most recent year Wayne County won the Class 5A state championship. What do you remember about that season? Uh, after you you spoke just a few moments ago, beating your rival Laurel in South State, what do you remember about that season? Well, that season kind of had some ups and downs, Coach. Uh, you know, we started out. I mean, our our preseason uh, schedule was tough. I mean, it, it it was our non-division schedule was tough. We played uh, Archbishop Rommel, which you know played for state championship in Louisiana. Uh, we played Meridian, you know, took us down to the wire. Played Oak Grove, got beat by Oak Grove. Uh, we actually played on ESPN that year. We played, you know, we played Archbishop Rommel on ESPN that year, national televised game. Because uh, uh, the most, the bit, I think the most memorable moment for about that year was our kids bouncing back. We took, you know, we went over to Laurel during the uh, regular season and they beat us. And you know, you would think, okay, Laurel beat us three three times in a row. You think our kids would say, okay, we got that mentality, we can't beat Laurel. But you know, they fought. That senior class was really, really special, really special. And then we 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 battle back and 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 get back on track and, and win set, uh four in a row, and we get a chance to go back to Laurel, and the first half our kids just play lights out and we pretty much put the game away the first half, but um th- that group was very very special very special group of seniors. Okay, now coach, I was at the game in Oxford. Uh, you guys uh-huh. played uh, the local school, Oxford High School. Uh, they had been there a few times before. They had some close calls. What Now, what went through your mind those last few seconds um, as you guys came up with a huge defensive stop on uh, – was it was it D.K. Metcalf or the quarterback? Uh, well, the first, the first close call was uh, Abraham, you know, the quarterback. Right. He, he scrambled. He pulled it down and – and, you know, I'm coaching the secondary that year, and I'm like, crap, you know, we all back there. We were in man coverage, and he pulled that thing down. And we, <laughs> the outside linebacker, outside linebacker to that side had been playing with a banged-up knee all year, and he he jumped over there to at least force him out of yeah. bounds. And, you know, I thought it was in at the moment, and then I saw the ref, you know, spot instead of throwing his hands in the air. So, uh, <laughs> so the next play <laughs> – you know, next play, I got a I got a tenth grade over there starting that corner on their sideline, and they shift into that formation where Metcalf yep. is back there at quarterback, yep. and he takes off, and I'm like, crap, he's six five. I mean, he runs like a deer, and my tenth grade 
cornerback is five eight, one hundred and thirty five pounds, and hits him just in the right spot, and you know cuts him short. And I see the referee waving, and you know, and, t- and you know, saying that he didn't get in. And man, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Sheer jubilation, huh, coach? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I've been on on the winning end, thankfully, on, on that twice, and and I know how exciting it is. Not just as a you know coach, but to see your kids, man, finally get that look in their eye uh, after knowing they won a championship and they had to earn it. So uh, very, very wow. special moment. Uh, now, Coach, uh, what what did you guys think of uh, Metcalf uh, watching him on film that week? Who, Coach? That guy's a freak. Yes, because <laughs> I mean, you know, and. The week before we played against Law, I mean Law had uh uh Law had four out there that right. could go. I mean, coach, I mean three of them just went in the draft Saturday. <laughs> and so we had our handful the week before, but we had what two two pick sixes that night and uh some big plays out of secondary. So we went in the game, we went in the state championship game with a little confident, but then the first the first three drive, no, the yeah, the first four drive, Metcalf touched that sock and went for 120 yards on four receptions. Wow. It was a long night for yeah, us. Yeah. Well, hey, all that matters. You guys won it, and can't nobody take it away from you now. Isn't that right? Exactly. Correct. Correct. Okay, Coach. Now, let's segue. You are an educator, as I mentioned. You have your specialist degree. Uh, and, and, and I saw that you're a biology teacher. What What is it like teaching biology and coaching football? <laughs> tough, tough. Cause uh, you you talk about pressure on Friday night. <laughs> Man, you got uh, biology is tough. I mean, you know, it's a state it's a state tested course. Uh, obviously, I'm not in biology anymore, but I, I have taught it, uh, and it, it was tough. You know, you you know, you got uh, the state of Mississippi looking right. at you. <laughs> and principals and everybody, you know, doing walkthroughs, then not your class, making sure you're on task and, and teaching that test to, you know, to the best of your ability and those kids are learning and on task. It, it, it's, it's just as much, it is just as much pressure as it is on the, on the sideline, Coach. I, I'm serious. And, and I believe you, Coach, because most kids that take biology, they're freshmen, correct? Right. They're either freshmen or sophomore when they take so biology. So you're not necessarily getting the most mature group. Right, right. So you're dealing with discipline and you're trying to teach a state-tested course. It, it, it's tough. It's tough. Right, right. So, hey, all the Wayne County listeners out there, y'all need to value this man. He's doing an awesome job. Okay. I appreciate it, Chris. Coach, uh, let, let's uh, talk about maybe you you get, you get have a who's who uh, list of coaches you've been able to coach with uh, uh, that maybe coached you in high school. Could you talk talk about some of the other coaches that have influenced you? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, obviously, you know, Marcus Ball, you know, he, he gave me he gave me my first job. You know, I, I can't thank that guy enough. I mean, he's been there for me. Um, I can't thank him enough. I, he, he's my guy. And then uh, Todd Mangum. Todd Mangum actually was the defensive coordinator my senior year. That was his first year at Wayne County. And uh, <clears throat> when he came and took over after Marcus left and went to pedal, you know, he he welcomed me with open arms. You know how some guys come in and you know they want to change up the staff and you know do this and that. 
uh, Todd came in and he, you know, I mean, he welcomed me and, and took me you know, under his wing, and I learned so much from that guy. And then he brought on, uh, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer in Bubba Davis. You know, Bubba Davis is the, if you ever met him, you'll never forget him. Right, right. Uh, he, I mean, he's hilarious, but at the same time, he teaches you so much about the game, not the X's and O's, but the, uh, you know, the, the, the business part of it. And, and what it takes to be successful, I, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, so you know, obviously, he's he's a proven guy. So, <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, Ryan Ernest, me and Ryan Ernest are, you know, the best of friends. He's actually my daughter's uh, godfather. Okay. Um, you know, Ryan and me and Ryan, we bonded. We both came together to Wayne County same year, and we we hit, I mean, we hit it off, and you know. We, we thought we were going to end up coaching together a couple of times and, you know, things just didn't work out. But, you know, me and Ryan still talk, you know, on a daily basis and or weekly basis. And Ryan has taught me so much that I thought I knew, but I didn't know, you know, because he had to go through it, you know, as a head coach and, you know, winging his way through things. So um, I, I got a, I got a list of guy that has, you know, that, that's taught me so much over my, you know, my, my 13 years, coach. Okay. Okay. And, and those guys are are definitely uh, very very accomplished as coaches and, and and great men also. Now, coach, you've been at Long uh, Wayne County for a long time. Uh, do you see yourself leaving at any point, or and why have you uh, possibly stayed this long? Well, coach, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna shoot it straight to you, coach. Uh, <clears throat> I've had opportunities to leave, and it I just didn't feel like the right opportunity has presented itself and, and and Bubba Davis, you know, he always taught me this. When you go interview and you walk out, if you don't feel it, if you don't have that, that if you don't have that feeling like you're ready to come back, he said, don't take it. And, you know, a couple of jobs that I interviewed and were offered the job and and I didn't take it. And then the guy that took it, maybe he was fired a year after or something like okay. that. It, it was always something, you know, and so far, so good, you know, the reason that I have not left uh, yet, you know, if the opportunity presents itself, you know, I will take it, you know, I, I'll take it and run with it, you know, um, you know, obviously the, the job is open right now, Wayne County, you know, and it's one of those deals, you know, I've talked to a couple of my mentors and, you know, it, if I don't get it, you know, the opportunity for me to leave and improve myself somewhere else, you know, and I, and I, I take that opportunity. Okay. Okay. Now coach, um, that's, that's certainly, uh, I guess they'll make a decision, uh, maybe in the coming days or weeks. Uh, but I, I certainly wish you the best there. Uh, I know you love that place, love the community and love the kids. And, um, uh, I, I would certainly like to see you get, uh, that job there would you say that's your uh dream job or or okay oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah uh you know uh just you know just growing up there and, and watching different guys come in and, and make the impact that they made and and just seeing those guys career just take off and you know got kids not kids guys that I graduated with still talk about Marcus Ball still talk about Marvin Chapman still talk about uh, Todd Mangum, you know, I want to be able to leave that impact, you know, and I feel like I have so far, but I, I want to do it in a different aspect. I want to be the guy, you know, that says, well, you know, Kevin Gandy led Wayne County to a state championship, not not 
I was an assistant on the, on the championship okay. team. Okay, I certainly understand that. Now, Coach, uh, since you've been there for so long and a long period of time, uh, just for the listeners and, and maybe even the people in the community, what is it going to take to build that or to get back to that point where Wayne County was just there a few years ago? I think the first thing we have to do, because we we got to get our fan base back, and and to do that, you gotta you gotta win, and you gotta win uh, dominantly. Uh, you know, in the past when we were I mean, when we were dominant in 02, 03, 04, even 05 and 06, you know, went undefeated in 06. Once you once you establish that, you get you get your fan base back, and then you get the community back excited. You know. Last couple of years, you know, we made a heck of a run at it last year. We we went nine and four. Uh, but you know, Wayne County, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, Wayne County is spoiled. Our, our fans are spoiled and they, they're used to they're used to being dominant. They're used to being able to walk out and and know that we we're just gonna win. And we, we got we've gotta get that back. We got a young group coming. We got a group of seniors that I mean, because we only lost Offensively, we lost quarterback and we lost an offensive lineman and a receiver. Defensively, we lost a defensive lineman and a linebacker. So we we got a good group coming back and we got a chance to make a run. Uh, you know, obviously we we got you know a, you know a big hill to climb. You know, being out with the COVID nineteen, right. but we we we've got a chance to. This is a special group. This is a group that that had a chance to make a run. Okay, that. now, coach. Um... And so, so getting the fan base back is is a big deal. Um, what yeah. what could you uh, what would you do to maybe get them back if you're named head coach? I, if you if you follow Wayne County in '02 and '03, coach, I think we were the first to have the tail. I remember section. that. I, I remember mean, it, that. it was it, it was huge, and you know, it kind of disappeared. You know. You know, some people didn't want to act right and that kind of thing. But we were known for our tailgating section. I, I think, and I told my principal this, and I told AD this. You know, this is one of the things that we got to get back in some form or fashion because it brought a different atmosphere. It brought a, it brought kind of like a college atmosphere to the game. You know, people were getting off getting off of work and coming straight just to tailgate, and then go into the stadium, and then we were winning. So you got the best of both worlds, and. and I think you know the winning part is going to be there. I think we can we can do that, and uh, I think that we you know we can get administration on board and and get our tailgating back in some form or fashion, and just get our community excited about it again. And so, coach, I totally understand what you're talking about from a coach perspective, from you know educator perspective. I understand wholeheartedly, uh, but many people, many of our listeners may not understand how important it is that when kids see the community that excited about football, it makes coaching right. that much more, I think, easier because they already know the expectations of are high, correct? Of course. Of course. Our kids, you know, in, in this community, you can you can walk – I mean, you can walk up the street, you're going to you're gonna get asked three or four times how the team <laughs> is going to be or how did y'all do last night or, or what happened, you know, on this play. So – yeah, get, getting the fan base back in is very important because you know the last couple of years our fan base been down, and our kids will go out for pregame, and you might see a hundred people in the stand when they're accustomed to you know walking out in the, at pregame, and you there's nowhere okay. to sit. 
So we've got we've got to get that back. We got to get our community back excited about this thing. And, I, and like I say, coach, I think you know I have I've been through it where we were up. I've been through it when we were down. So I I know or I feel like I know what it takes to get our fans back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coach. Now coach, let's segue. Uh, Let's talk about Wayne County um, for maybe 20 years. have had some great, great players come through there. Uh, Could you talk about maybe some of the the guys you played with some of the guys you had a chance to coach who were just awesome high school football players and maybe even went to play on the next level. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'll start with the guy that I played with because I don't want to upset some of them old heads <laughs> that say, oh, you forgot about this. And, and that's been ongoing on Facebook for the last couple Uh-oh. of weeks since this COVID-19 hit. So I'm going to stay away from the old heads. I'm going to start with the guys that I that I, I played with. Uh, defensive lineman uh, Willie Evans. Uh, Willie was, was pretty good. He ended up playing at Mississippi State and had a chance to play with the Falcons. Uh Obviously, Jarrell Poe, yep. you know, uh, Parade All-American. You know, that, that, that's my guy. Um, and I hate to leave – and, you know, you don't want to leave anybody off that team because that team was loaded. Uh, yep. Akeem yep. Lawson, man, Akeem Lawson, you know, the three-sport guy that could play anything, do it all. Uh, awesome uh, athlete. Um, let's see, at uh, – then uh, – Oh six, you know, oh six, you know, you had the undefeated team, Drexler Johnson, Marquise Ray, you know, uh tied the state record for a receiving touchdown. Uh Scoot Wiggum. Um then uh, you know, then you know, let's bump a little bit ahead to the uh current, you know, Benito Jones. Uh, as a kid, uh, you know, I used to coach Little League and uh we found that joker, you know, out in the uh pastor farming with his dad and we went and got him and that joker, you know, he he ended up, you know, going sign as an uh, undrafted free agent okay. Saturday. So, uh, so um, you know, he he's a he's a top player, you know, and he's got a chance to be playing on Sundays. He actually, me and him work out every every morning, uh, since especially since COVID nineteen hit. We but we both been working out and you know just trying to keep his okay. head straight. Now, Coach um, Drexler Johnson for, at one point didn't he uh, break? a lot of passing records in the state of Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, he, he actually, uh, broke the, uh, passing touchdown record, uh, which ended up getting broken again, but he, he set the record. Uh, I can't remember how many he had, but I mean, he had a heck of a receiving core and just think Greg, Greg played with a torn That's right. ACL. That's right. Yeah. I mean, uh, and he only missed one game. So that, I mean, that, that tells you the type of, character and, and the type of kid that we got here. I mean, we got several kids that play with torn ACL. My uh, my nephew Marion Chapman, he was on the uh, the state championship team that played in 2009. You know, we got beat by West Point. He was a defensive lineman. He converted the linebacker just to finish the season. You know, so we, we got some we got some tough kids that 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 played through a lot of injuries and and and, and have set you know put Wayne County okay. on the map. Okay. Now, Coach, I have to ask you about this. Maybe it's an urban legend, but this is in your own words podcast. <laughs> so there's a story. Uh, you guys played Brookhaven maybe around the time Jimmy Johns was quarterback there. Uh, oh, man. You guys, I think Wayne County lost on the J- – Jimmy just had a, a heck of a game that night. Uh, oh, yeah. What happened after that game? Oh, uh, <laughs> 
Okay, because well, I wasn't coaching at the time, but I, I was at Alcorn and I drove down to the game. Uh, you know, Jimmy John was a man amongst boys. I mean, he he yes. was the real deal. He was the real deal. And you know, I was I was walking out and I was going to you know to shake a couple guys' hands and you know just tell them you know you had a heck of a season. And all of a sudden, I just see <laughs> a lot of commotion. I'm like a lot of commotion. And, you know, I saw security running out, and I heard a thump, and I heard a door get, you know, I, I saw a door get thrown across the fence. And, man, it it, it was a little heated uh, little heated argument. So, to say the least, he was upset they had uh, lost that game. Okay. Very upset. And for the listeners who don't know, Jarrell Poe was this <laughs> awesome defensive lineman, probably the most – talented defensive lineman in his class in the country at that time. Very, very strong. Right. But if you ever met Jarrell, you know he's a just a very down-to-earth uh, person. But um, right. kids sometimes and players sometimes after games do get upset, and they may kick over a water yeah. cooler, and they may throw their helmet down. <laughs> but that's just the passion some of those kids have for winning. And they don't, and they don't always make the right decisions, wouldn't you say, Coach? They don't. Uh, like I say, Coach, like you just said, you know, the, the heat of the battle and emotions are flaring, you know, especially after a game that, that caliber because, you know, Brookhaven went ahead and won a state true. championship that year. Um, so, uh, you know, kids, you know, even coaches, you know, we argue on the sidelines, but, it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we we know it don't mean what we – what it felt like during that moment. Right, right. Just the past and, – and listen – this was all before the the stuff came out on Netflix. Last chance, you right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. That 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 was a little now, different. Coach. Uh, the Gandy name is certainly a uh, well known name in Wayne County. Do you have other coaches in your family? Um, uh, Rashad Gandy. He's the uh, he's the head coach at Quitman. Uh, Jarrell Gander, he's uh, he he's the running back coach at Wayne County. Um, Steve Gander actually coached right. for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, you know he coached for a couple of years, then he got out of it. And um, and if you talk to him, you know he has that itch for it. <laughs> you know he he wants to, but you know he he he's doing what's best for his family right now. But Steve Steve is an awesome coach. I. I you know, I would love the opportunity, you know, to be able to work with him again. But, uh, you know, like I say, you know, God has a different plan for everybody, and and he's following, you know, what what God has for him and his family. And for the listener, Steve Gandy uh, was one of the best players at on a state championship uh, winning team at Wayne County. He also had a chance to go that's play correct. football at Auburn, correct, Coach? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. He He was one of the best linebackers to come you know, to come out and, you know, he was a Danny Dozen. He was the first, uh, the first Danny Dozen, matter of fact, uh, at Wayne County. Um, I mean, he, 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 he helped set the standard for, you know, state championship attitude, you know, so he's, uh, you know, he's a, his, his name is a big part of Wayne County. Okay. Okay. Now coach, um, what, when do you think maybe we'll get the season started? Oh man, uh, I'm hearing different things. Uh, like the last uh, 
update that we got that we we make a possibly start some things with uh the kids July the first. I mean June the first. So that won't that won't put us but a week behind. And then, and then I also heard that they may push you know the season back you know to after Labor Day. So that that actually puts pushes it back another week. So if that is the case, you know I'm fine with that. You know, that, but they're gonna let us start a week early as far as practicing, if everything works out. You know, with the COVID right, absolutely, absolutely. So, coach, what would you say maybe are some of your uh, short term goals as in the professional you are, educator and uh, coach? Uh, I'm gonna say my. My first short-term goal is obviously to be the head coach at Wayne County High School. Uh, and far as an educator, you know, I just got my administrative uh, license in the mail last week. So, you know, I still got that option, which I'm not ready to take that road, that road right now. But, you know, that's kind of road I want to take, you know, on the, on the downhill side of, of my career. But uh, obviously my first short-term goal is to, is to get these kids back in the, in the, uh, in the weight room. I mean, it, I kind of feel like a junkie. I, I kind of got that itch, man. I'm ready to see them, and I'm ready to get going. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think most of the coaches uh, around the state of Mississippi uh, feel the same way uh, because a lot of people were expecting, you know, spring practice to see what what some of the new kids oh, yeah. could do, what some of the kids that have been improving could do. So now, now having spring and the summer up in the air, it, it really uh, kind of leaves us in limbo. So. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, uh, Chris, it's 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 tough on coaches that are just getting hired yes. as head coaches. You know, at a different school. You know, they haven't met met their kids. I mean, unless you know, unless they met them on Zoom. But you know, that's different than seeing them in person and seeing what they are capable of. That's that, true. That's tough. Um, and then I mean, it it obviously plays in in the in the court of of coaches that are already established. And you know that are not losing a lot. That that didn't lose a lot on offense and defense. So you know those are the, those are the teams that had the advantage right now with the, with the COVID. That's true. That's true. And coach, I, I always ask coaches this, uh, and and I it almost slipped my mind. In in Coach Gandy's mind, what does it take uh, to win a championship or have a championship level uh, high school football team? Well, you know, obviously, Jimmy and Joe, <laughs> you gotta have those bodies. But, I, but you know, even with that coach, I think the first thing, and I and I always go back to what what Coach Ball told me is that if you don't have discipline, you don't have anything. So if your kids are not disciplined, you don't have a program. If your kids are running a program, then you don't have a team. Um, obviously, that that's the first thing that you have to bring uh, because. Once you get the discipline, now you got those kids focused a hundred percent. Okay, no doubt, no doubt about that, no doubt about that. Um, again, listeners, uh, we the guest tonight on In Your Own Words podcast is Wayne County High School offensive coordinator coach Kevin Gandy. Um, Wayne County High School is located in Waynesboro, Mississippi. Uh, so, coach, one last question, um, and you and you talked about it briefly. Uh, at the beginning, uh, how important or uh, what is your view of multi-sport athletes in high school? Uh, Coach, uh, I have no, absolutely no problem with a kid playing multiple sports. Uh, each sport actually helps a kid in a different aspect. 
And, you know, obviously some coaches feel like they have to have their kid 24-7. But if a kid gets that itch to where they want to go and play another sport, you're not going to have the 100% dedication because their mind is not going to be with you. Uh, I have no problem with a kid playing multiple sports. Uh, the only the only problem I have is when I, I can't get them, when they won't come <laughs> to me. <laughs> That's the only problem I have because, you know, I know you watched the draft and you was, and a couple guys were like, uh, this kid thought he was a basketball player, and look at him, he's in the draft for the, the NFL. That's true. Third. You know, so, so I, I, I personally want those kids to go out and, and you know, try to try to showcase their talent in different sports because you never know where you can get that free That's money true. from. That's true, parents. So, and coach, for the parents that may not know, uh, when you say uh, it helps them in other sports, could you explain that? Oh yeah, uh, coach. That's like baseball. Baseball helps your hand-eye coordination. Uh, very. I mean, you know, to to the point to where I mean, you you get your receivers from 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 baseball. Uh, and baseball also works your hips, your uh, hip explosion. Um, basketball, hand-eye coordination, footwork, um, plyometrics. You know, you you. Baseball, basketball, football, they all help each other. Football helps baseball and basketball because their weight room is going to make them tough when they go to different sports. You, you, you get a defensive lineman that's your center. When he goes from football to basketball, he's going to bully that's some true. kids that's in the true. post. Uh, and that's what, I, that's what I was trying to tell one of the kids that we got here. Uh, you know, he, he's a, he's a kind of – he's a big kid, but he – you know, he walks around. He got a little baby fat on him. And I told him, I said, son, if you would come to football and let me have you for a semester, I said, you'll be a different athlete when you go back to basketball. Trust me. I said, nobody would want to be on the block with you. So uh, each sport each sport helps helps each other. And, uh, you know, I just wish I could get these kids to understand that. Uh, you know, if I wish LeBron James could talk <laughs> to all of them. LeBron James – People don't know LeBron James was a heck of a football player. I mean, the Joker could play football, but he just, you know, he chose the one that was going to make his money, but he played up until his right. senior year. Right. That's right. Yeah. Well, Coach, man, I, I, I thank you for coming on the podcast with me. Uh, as I said, some other people reached out to me and said, hey, this is the guy you need to get on the podcast. So, um I, I, I certainly have enjoyed it and uh, wish you all the best of luck in Wayne County, all the best of luck under your direction. Uh, so, so, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to speak it into existence. Um, but uh, coach man, you yeah. know, I hope you and your family are safe uh, during the crisis and, and that uh, everyone stays safe out there. Do you have any last words? Oh no, Chris, man, I, I just appreciate you reaching out and I and I appreciate, you know, my colleagues for, you know, reaching out to you and, and feeling and uh thinking that much of me, you know, for you to reach out to me. So uh I, I do appreciate everything, man. I appreciate you, you know, wishing me the best of luck and you know, and I uh wish all the coaches in the state of Mississippi the best of luck and, and you know, everybody okay. stay safe. Guys, thanks for listening to another episode of In Your Own Words Podcast. I'm Chris Thickpin. Tonight, my guest was Wayne County High School's offensive coordinator, Coach Kevin Gandy. From all of us to all of you, thanks and God
Thanks for listening to In Your Own Words podcast with Chris Thickpin. I hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe and share on the Anchor app. From all of us to all of you, good day and God bless.